0: Hey everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fan Sports Premier League podcast with me, Sebastian Noren and Paulie Questel. We are Elliot Les, he's out um, spelunking in Europe. I believe he's in Amsterdam right now. Having yeah, I didn't a, even know he was going to Europe. Having a good time riding some bikes. Big biker, I mean the pedal, he's, the pedal kind. He is a big biker. Yeah. So uh, I bet he's having a good time there over in Europe. Uh, yeah, he Elliot will be... I mean, we'll see if we'll have him on for at least a couple of shows here as the season comes to a wraps, since he will be in Europe and then heading over to Asia. And um, yeah, it sort of depends on time difference, Wi-Fi connections and all that good stuff, so... Uh, For now, you're stuck with me and Polly. So, uh, with that, we're going to start off by talking Manchester United. Oh, that comes as a surprise. Yep. One minute in. (laughs) We're already there. So, a... Fill out your bingo cards. Yeah. Disappointing scoreless draw at home against West Brom in the latest game. Now they go up against Everton, also at home at Old Trafford. But both of us have talked about this a lot during the season that they've dropped a lot of unnecessary points at home.
1: Uh, A lot's an understatement. (laughs) You know, like, what happened to Old Trafford being the fortress that it used to be? What happened to Jose Mourinho like winning at home? Mm -hmm. He had that really long that that really long win streak at Stamford Bridge. And now, you know, he he can't do anything. And it's, you can't, yeah, I, I always I always throw shade and say and say it would be really nice if Zlatan could score some goals at home, but we've seen them play the other way. Like we've seen them throw pace at the top of at the top of the attack and and play through balls and, and say maybe they'll take advantage of their pace and the width of the field and and everything. That doesn't work either. They still score either one or zero goals against teams that you know can't keep Burnley can't keep a clean sheet against Burnley and. They come into Old Trafford and it's points for everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean they they are having a tough time breaking down defenses of teams that's you know sort of quote unquote parked the bus. But and... they
1: shouldn't. Like they have so like this isn't. It's not like huh, it's not. It's not like they only have you know fast wingers who are going to run down and, and throw and boot crosses into the middle. Like you know you have Henrik Mkhitaryan, which is who's one of the most creative players in Europe. You Mm -hmm. have Juan Mata, who's one of the most creative players in Europe. You behind them, you have Pogba. You have Zlatan who has the ability to drop deep and um, let someone make a run off of him. You have all these players and what's, what happens Uh, during the game? The commentator brought up how no team has booted more crosses into the box than Manchester United. And, that's a problem because where are those crosses coming from? Uh, Juan Mott is not a natural winger, so he might not be the best crosser. Mm-hmm. Um, Mkhitaryan, Valencia. same same thing. Jesse Lingard, kind of the same thing. Valencia hasn't picked out a man with a cross since 2010.
0: Um, and then Ashley Young can only find and Young, Fellaini.
1: He can only find Fellaini, and that's and otherwise his crosses like hit the shoulder of the first defender. They, yeah. You don't have a good. There's nobody on this team that can really cross a ball in. So and that's sad, are...
0: too, because you got a really strong... Because you have so yeah. many
1: players. <laughs> you
0: have a really strong squad on paper as far as attacking options. And then you have you know, Slotin as your ultimate tip on the spear there. And he's really good on the head, too. So right. if you could just get him some Rojo decent is... service.
1: Marcos Rojo is a terrible crosser. Mateo well, that's because Darnien... he's not a left back. Mateo Darmian's pretty bad. You know who's good? You know who actually can cross a ball in?
0: Yes. The man we we're about to talk about. Luke Shaw.
1: Oh, uh, I wasn't going there.
0: Oh, really? Who did you... Yeah, Daly Blind. Oh, Daily. Daly
1: yeah. Blind can, can cross, but again, it's like, he, if you play him at center back, he's not crossing balls in, and it's hard to play him as a left back because, like, yeah, I, he's just so slow. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and Mourinho just loves Marcos Rojo, but but the point is is you have all these players, and why is this what you resort to? And I just I think back. Do you remember the game that it was when David Moyes was managing United, and it was a home game, I think, against Bolton. And Bolton came out after the game because they they drew like one one, which was at the time really sad. These days, it's what you expect. Mm -hmm. Um. They drew against Bolton, and at the end of the game, Bolton said, yeah, no, but we knew how Manchester United would play. Like, we knew tactically all they do is send it to the outside and boot crosses it. And they're like, it was really easy to defend against them. Because, like, we didn't have to worry about the middle of the field. Because we knew they weren't going to come up the middle. And it was like, well, yeah, that's because David Moyes is kind of an idiot and didn't realize that, you know, he was giving the keys to a Lamborghini. Yeah,
0: and he was driving it like a, I don't know what, Ford Taurus. Like,
1: like my Honda Civic, like my yeah. 2005 beat up Honda Civic. <laughs> um. So what are you like? But this is Jose Mourinho, who's supposed to be a good manager, who's supposed to be a guy that you know tactically could figure out how to get the best out of his teams, and he can't. It's the same thing. It's I have all these really create. You know, I have I have Zlatan, but I'm gonna go with one striker and and throw throw guys out on the wings and just try to boot balls into him. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to throw Fellaini onto the field, and we're going to throw cross after cross after cross in, but I'm, I'm going to tell Fellaini don't go into the box. You know, stay back in front of the back four. Be a hold Like, none of it makes sense.
0: Nope. No, it doesn't. And uh, I thought you were going to say Luke Shaw, because he's actually a pretty good cross. He can ball. cross it, too. Yeah. But... Uh, Shaw was left out of the squad against West Brom. But uh, Timothy Fosimenza and Matthew Willock was on the bench ahead of Shaw. And afterwards, Mourinho sort of questioned uh, Shaw's commitment and his ambition and his focus. Um, But apparently from, I'm reading a story on Sky Sports here. um, Luke Shaw asked for a meeting with Mourinho today, Monday sort of cleared the air, apparently, and it looks like he will be in the squad for uh, the game against Everton tomorrow, Tuesday.
1: I never... Uh, I never really read into those things, though. Like, oh, so-and-so's going to be in the squad tomorrow, and, it's like, and then the next day it comes out, and it's like, they're not in the squad. No. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Either way, being in the squad... Like, that's also the funny thing is... That's a story. Like that's the news. Luke Shaw's going to be in the squad. Cool. You're gonna be you are going to sit in a nice, comfortable, padded seat at Old Trafford and watch the game. Your seat will be more comfortable than the eighty thousand fans that are there, but like the eighty thousand fans that will be there, you will also not be playing in the game.
0: Yeah, but I hope I mean he should be he should be the starting left back.
1: He should be, but you know, Mourinho just doesn't like look, Marina doesn't like kids. He really doesn't like young strikers, but Um, But he's giving Marcus Rashford the time of the day, so I guess he's taking that out by saying, all right, like, Rashford could play. I guess we just won't play with Luke Shaw. So one of the young kids has to sit for unreasonably.
0: Yeah, but is he – would you even consider him that young now? He's what? He's turning 22 this summer.
1: Yeah, he's still young.
0: And he already has – He had one good year. Seven caps for the England national team.
1: Yeah, he had a fantastic year, which lets us know this guy can and should be really good. But then what happened? He went to United. He didn't play the following year. He barely played the following year. Then he gets hurt. So, you know, he also could just be a flash in the pan. And that might be because maybe Mourinho's right. Maybe his attitude isn't right. Or it could just be like, hey, man, the guy got a double leg break and he he never ended up... uh, he never ends up the same.
0: Maybe. I mean, I, I would like to see him get a an extended run of games.
1: Right. I would like to see him get a shot, especially because Marcos Rojo is terrible. Like, can can some ref just give him a freaking red card already so we don't have to worry about him for three days?
0: Yeah. So, because uh, he only has one year left on his contract, and then there's an optional year after that. Um, but I would hate to see them... You know, because they spent a lot of money to get him. You know, we don't know the exact number, but it's said to be 30 million pounds, which made him the most expensive teenager at the time. Um, So, yeah, I want to see him get a fair shot because if you sort of look at his, you know, short career here with United, he had 16 league appearances his first season. Then he had five last season, which obviously was spoiled by that horrific double leg break and then so far this season he's only made eight appearances in the league I think he's made two appearances in the past four months
1: yeah it's uh,
0: so I mean yeah there might be something that he's not showing the will or whatever in training although I also read that he's staying staying and doing like extra training so I don't really know where to disconnect there it might be like you said when you might just have a you know might just not like him. And, I mean, that happens.
1: Yeah. And, you know, just some people aren't... They don't get along with the manager. That's just the way it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, meanwhile, Everton, their opponents, are coming off a 3-1 to loss in the Merseyside Derby against Liverpool. Uh, still, you know, the whole Lukaku story there. Do you, do you think that that might actually pull some focus away from from the team?
1: I don't know about from the team, but you know, it's, I, uh, no, you know what? No, because I don't think transfer stories are that big of a deal. You know, it's, it's like this every year in other sports, when you get to the trade deadline, there's trade rumors. There's always going to be trade rumors. There's always going to be, um, you know, transfer rumors. I don't think it will really hurt, take away from the team that Lukaku probably wants to leave.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's just he is by far their best player. Yeah. He is the leading goal scorer in the league and, you know, without him, they would be a much, much weaker side. They're sitting in seventh right now. They're only a point away from Arsenal in sixth, but Arsenal have two games in hands. They are three points behind Manchester United also with they also have two games in hand. Um, And then they have six points down to West Brom. So I I feel like, you know, no matter what, I think Everton is going to end up in in seventh. Because I don't see Arsenal collapsing that bad. Arsenal might might very well end in sixth, but I I just don't see them collapsing that much that Everton will catch them. Um, Last game between these two sides... Not very memorable, was it?
1: It was... Really, so we we said this going into this game, how it's got more red cards than any Premier League fixture ever. Mm-hmm. And it was like they were trying to get red cards, and Anthony Taylor was just not not uh, indulging in that. I, I mean, I woke up and the first thing I got was a text from my friend saying, I think Anthony Taylor has money on. No, there will not be a red card in this match.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's, you know, they're still the little little brother compared to Liverpool, and uh, I mean when Monday scores in the eighth minute, you're like, okay, well, this is gonna end one way. I know that Everton came back and equalized, but
1: right, but all right, well, you say that right now, and then, and then look at the other the other game this weekend between Manchester City and Arsenal where Manchester City walks down the field and scores five mm-hmm. minutes in the game and you said oh this right there I said oh remember that time I uh I predicted to Arsenal to actually win this game and boom that's that's out the door yeah and then look at what happened
0: yeah yeah last time Manchester United and Everton played each other that was a one-1 draw uh slotdown scored for United and then Leighton Baines that was an everton got that late penalty kick so he's tied things up in the 89th minute. So we'll see when we get to our scoring predictions. But I'm thinking that Polly might be uh, going for the draw here again.
1: <laughs> You're thinking? I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. given at this point, just, right? It's 11, just one of these things, 11 like... drawn games. Same as 19th placed Middlesbrough.
1: Oh my god. Um, yeah. I mean, I was very close to actually putting money down on the actual score to finish one-one, mm. which had some good odds. And then I was like, yeah, at least if I'm wrong, they'll win the game. I, for- I didn't really account for a nil-nil. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something. Something's got to give. At least Latma will be back. That's always something, right?
1: Yeah, Pogba's still out, there, right?
0: Yeah. So it's just he's back in training, on
1: now. And... We still got Zlatan and uh, and we get the Carrick Fellini pairing. Mm. Meanwhile, and we discussed it like because I'm I'm still confused as to how Bastian Schweinsteiger just left in the middle of the season. It took him like five seconds to score a goal. Yeah. Uh, in in his first MLS game. Yeah, he had a good. I first don't know. Game. I don't know if there's a if there's like a Bastian Schweinsteiger uh, joke to be made there or if there's an MLS joke to be made there but there's a joke to be made somewhere about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is with Bastian. I wish he would at least stay for the rest of the season but I understand that, you know, might as well. I didn't didn't know
1: you can leave in the middle of the season like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, since it's, as long as the transfer window is open for the club that buys you, you can leave. That's why uh, Jonas Olsen was uh, able to leave West Brom. He I don't know that
1: MLS even had a transfer window.
0: <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, moving on, our next game that we'll uh, talk a little bit about. Arsenal-West Ham, London-Derby. Arsenal coming off that 2-2 draw against Manchester City. And, uh, yeah, five minutes in, Leroy Sane scored for City. Uh, Arsenal did come back and tie things up in the 40th minute. Theo Walcott and then just two minutes later Aguero scored City held the lead at halftime then Mustafi scored 53rd minute it wasn't even 53rd. just like
1: two minutes it wasn't even just like two minutes later It's they just did it like Yeah, boom, like boom, like boom. City just decided to do it it yeah. was very reminiscent of the US kicking off the second half against Honduras and just walking down the field and scoring
0: and then uh, Kevin De Bruyne had two shots go off the post
1: well, learn where, where the goal is. It's a big target. Hit the target.
0: <laughs> uh, but did you feel like Arsenal were actually lucky to come away with
1: a point in this one? Oh, well, yes and no. Yes, because Arsenal's defending was questionable at best.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: uh, no, because City's defending was even more questionable.
0: Yeah, you even said that John Stones was the best defender on the pitch.
1: Yeah, and and... And this wasn't like John Stones was having a great game or anything. This was just John Stones was playing like John Stones.
0: <laughs> Complete
1: with all the, all the mistakes that John Stones usually makes.
0: Yeah, that, that, is, that is rough. That is... Um, yeah, I'm not so... I mean, obviously, you know, we got a little thing about Manchester City since, you know, we like the red side of Manchester. But that Otamendi-Stones pairing, is, that's not going to win you a title. No,
1: and and it's not because Chelsea are going to win the title. So,
0: yeah. yeah, I I feel like Guardiola needs to go shopping for some defenders here, this coming summer. I mean, playing Fernandinho as the right back, cliche, not very good on the left.
1: Well, all right. So I actually wrote about this for a site a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, that's obviously where City needs to start. But I don't think that's what they're going to do, because City are going to look different next year because there are these. There are, the, there are the real messy rumblings which I understand Like I'm the first one to say that the, the messy rumblings kind of happen every year um, and it's all always a crock of SHIT that you shouldn't read into but the fact that Pep is at City and the fact that Barcelona don't even have a manager right now mm-hmm. and the fact that there's a, been a lot of issues between Messi and Barcelona I, I give it a non-zero chance of happening yeah. So, so yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't even say it's as high as one percent. I would just, I would say it's not off the table. Uh, if now having said that, I think Aguero's out at City because they, Gabriel Jesus is going to be their striker.
0: Oh, you think he's out? Really? Already? I think,
1: I think Aguero will
0: will leave. Wow. I mean, he's not. How old? is... Now I got to look. How old? He's he is. not that old.
1: He's not that old.
0: He's still in his twenties. Yeah, yeah, he's turning twenty nine.
1: But. But I think, look, he stepped right back into the team and he's scoring goals. But I think all it took for him was to say, "Wait, we got this Gabriel Jesus guy," and immediately I was on the bench.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And Gabriel Jesus is 19 years old and was scoring goals. They want that's who they're going to want to put in there. So I think he's out now. Also, Manchester City are the they're the team that they just want to buy new shiny toys, whether they need these toys or not. Yes. And I mean that's how that's how they ended up with you know like. That's how that's how they ended up with Ed and and Wilfred Bonney and Rogue Santa Cruz. I mean, the the number of attacking players that they buy that don't need that they don't need, you know, Jack Rodwell, Fabian Delve, not attacking players, just midfielders that, that have ne- never saw the light of day at that club. But they bought them because they had good seasons the year before and City were like, Oh, I guess that's a shiny toy, let's buy it. So that's what they tend to do, and then they have they have problems selling them and offloading them, which is a different story. Defenders are not shiny toys, no. and City are the kind of team that they always need to sell something. They always need to sell something to their fans, and I mean, if you would splash
0: the cash to bring like a Sergio Ramos, I mean, that's that's actually a shiny defender.
1: Yeah, but I I just I don't see that happening. No.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, getting Messi would cost him a fortune, you know, even for a team as wealthy as City. Um, but They're I mean, a team that has a fortune. But, I mean, just looking at their options on, on those left and right back positions, it does not look good. No. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But we were going to talk about Arsenal and West Ham. Sorry about that. Uh, derby time. Uh, West Ham in absolute horrid form. Uh, they've slipped down to 14th place. They have four straight losses. They lost 2-1 to one against Hull in the latest game. Uh, what's up with this team, really? They had an awful start. They had a pretty good middle. And now they're awful again. West Ham? Yes.
1: They're just, they're just not good. They're not good. I think I think that's they are who they who uh, they are who we thought they would be. I mean I, I No, they're like, not they're not who we thought they would no, be. I like, feel like they I... are what they you know, it this is like the old It's the old uh, The old Bill Parcell's quote of like you are what your record says you are and, and you know they're just a mediocre team. They lost their big time goal scorer. So you know, I, I I just,
0: yeah, but going from that good of a season they had last year where they finished seventh.
1: Right. But you know what? Also,
0: at a certain point, we
1: we also have to, you know, review how the season broke down. Leicester city finished first, Chelsea finished Mm 10th, you know, things were weird last year and they just, they took advantage. They're one of the teams that took advantage the same way that Leicester did. That's not going to happen with everybody.
0: No, but I, I, mean, I could easily see if we were talking, you know, prior to the season starting, if you would, you would have these two teams, West Brom and West Ham, and you have to put one in eighth and one in fourteenth. I would be inclined to put West Ham in eighth. And of
1: course you would, but yeah. that's because you know West Brom's never finished as high in the Premier League before. West Ham, I don't think had ever finished as high as they did last year, but obviously. We always like to say, oh, they have some good young players and they're trending in this direction. It just so happens, sometimes you then hit a slump. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll see. I mean, the last game between these two teams, the Arsenal, they took a 5-1 win. It was basically a slaughter. And they're out for revenge. You know, if they can add to the misery of Arsene Wenger, I think the West Ham fans would be delighted to do so. Uh, Arsenal they got two losses and then they got that draw against Manchester City I still feel like this is a club that's sort of in quote unquote crisis and a lot of it has to do with the club not coming out and saying what's going to happen next season
1: yo did you see at Wrestlemania the Wrestlemania pregame show there was a Wenger out sign
0: no did you see the Wrestlemania that took place between the Arsenal fans
1: no Okay. I just I thought that was funny because I, I for some reason I just feel like the Venn diagram between soccer fans in America and WWE fans is not a big overlap section. <laughs> no,
0: no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, so I mean Arsenal fans were fighting Arsenal fans. Well,
1: oh, it's not surprising. I and and it's funny, I went to a I went to a wedding last night for my friend, who is a very big pro-Venger Arsenal fan. And in the middle of like in the middle of the dancing and everything, I, I showed him the tweet with the Venger out sign at Wrestlemania. And he laughed, and he was laughing, big smile on his face, until for a second, all of a sudden the look of shock and concern came on his face. And he's like, he's not actually out, is he? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. I don't know. It's... Uh... I feel like they they could not have handled this any worse than the, that than they have. No, they came out with a statement that said nothing, and it's just leaving all this doubt here. It's gonna, it's seem to be affecting the future of their players too. With all the talk about Sanchez and Urzel, and are they gonna sign new deals or not? And does that hang upon Wenger staying or? It's just a big, big mess. And I do believe that that is affecting the on-field product. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in that one, but it's a, it's I would call that a very interesting fixture uh, if you got time over on Wednesday. I don't I don't like it when the games are uh, we have four games on Wednesday starting at two forty-five Eastern and then two games yeah, at the, three. Yeah, and then.
1: Yeah, that one—it makes no sense to me. Other than it's like good because like you don't get a halftime show; you just get they just they send you over to a different. Oh, game. we
0: get a, a, a fifteen minutes of a yeah, Liverpool Bournemouth, or yeah. Chelsea Man City. Yeah. So let's talk about Chelsea Man City. Uh, Chelsea getting uh, defeated two to one against Crystal Palace, who now has, yeah that was weird. Who now has four wins in a row? Big sort Sam, sneaky, sneaky, good.
1: Big, ooh, wow! Look at this. Yeah, and we had
0: three goals all within the opening eleven minutes. I'm talking
1: about something completely different. Nine o'clock tonight on NBCSN Men's Curling Championship: Canada versus the U.S. Oh, there we go. That's something I'll give a cursory glance to during the during the basketball game.
0: Yeah, that could be in the in the background. Yeah. Yeah, but all three games coming in when. Opening eleven minutes, uh, Fabregas gave Chelsea the lead in fifth. Then Saha scored in the ninth, tied up, and then Benteke with the winner in the eleventh.
1: I like Wilfred Zaha. That's a
0: that's a good player. He's a good player. Benteke yeah. is pretty decent S- too. Want
1: some big club like United to think about signing him?
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is that they that could <laughs> they they could have yeah I know but they could have just kept loaning him out.
1: Or like actually giving him a chance, or that. I mean, the fact that David Moyes never even like gave him a chance when because he, he was just like, "Well, I have to play my eight defenders by playing Carrick, Phil Jones, Ashley Young, and Antonio Valencia." Can I? I mean, can you think about that? How ridiculous it is. We played a four four two where with Carrick, Phil Jones, Antonio Valencia, and Ashley Young. Within a year, three of those players were routinely starting on defense. No. <laughs> How, like where did you think you were going to get your goals from? <laughs>
0: That's weird. Um, we got news today that Palace are uh, planning on talking uh, about signing a new deal with Saha uh, as soon. as They should. He's as like so, as soon as Palace are ma- mathematically safe.
1: They should. He's a good player, and he's a he's a dynamic player. I think he will, I think he would thrive at, I think he would be better off playing at a smaller club where, you know, he can do that kind of stuff where, you know, you're probably not going to keep a clean sheet anyway. You're not, you're not expected to win all these games. Mm-hmm. So managers will give him a little bit more freedom to, to go out there and just show off his attacking talent and, and let him attack. And I think that would suit him a lot better.
0: Yeah. And it is players like Zaha and Benteke who are going to, be the decisive force for Palace actually staying up I mean that yeah. that's going to be you know if they keep growing I mean Benteke he is, he is a reliable scorer so I mean if they can you know it's not a bad thing if Palace finishes 16th 15th 14th whatever as long as they're not just sniffing on that 17th place and like escape with like a point I think it's a, de- it's a decent season for Palace Yep, and then you can try to go far in the FA Cup or the League Cup. Um, but yeah, so I mean, incredible win for them. Uh, I want to say it was Chelsea's yeah, it was Chelsea's first defeat since their two nothing loss against Tottenham. Um, after that game, they bounced back with a three nothing win over Leicester, although that was Ranieri Leicester. Uh, how do you think Chelsea will respond? F-ness. Positively. Yeah.
1: Where's the game? Stanford Bridge. So I'd say City are okay because it's it's at the bridge.
0: Okay. And it's let, away from the Etihad. Okay, let, let's, Chelsea let's do are really the, freaking good. Yeah, let's do the home and away here. So Chelsea, they've played 14 home games, 12 wins, 2 losses. Um, whereas Man City on the road are... So, Chelsea are the second-best home team. City are the second-best away team with 10 wins, one draw, and four losses on the road so far. But City have three straight draws now. Scoreless against Stoke, 1-1 against Liverpool, and now 2-2 against Arsenal. Okay. So, 3-3 against Chelsea. No. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's, you know, the big the big game on Sunday or um, Sunday Wednesday um it'll be interesting though cuz we got two two new managers making their first season here everything seems to go on Tony Conte's way whereas we still don't know where we got Guardiola really right um, you can i i feel like we can definitely say that he was not prepared for the competitiveness of this league though
1: I don't know if he wasn't prepared I just I you know I'm in the school of saying he's he's just a bit overrated mm. he walked in and thinking he would dominate and he hasn't nope
0: yeah I mean and also we, you know we should say that Vili Caballero has taken over as the starting goal goalkeeper for City for
1: a while now and yeah there's a reason for that
0: and he's been he's has because been he's better
1: than he's it's because he's better
0: yes he's better than Bravo but they might also. What if, you know, relations between Hart and Guardiola are not. You know, what if Hart is like, no, I don't want to play for you anymore? Then they need to go out and get a new goalkeeper, too. Yeah. So, a uh, lot of things on the transfer wish list for City. Let's jump into our scoring predictions. And. Uh, entering match day 31 I'm dead last 173 paul you had a horrible horrible that
1: time. doesn't surprise me
0: you had two games uh where you got the right uh you know right prediction and then you had one exactly. one score line correct so you got four points but Elliot had five predictions right and two scores so you have 200 points and Elliot has 201.
1: All right, let's get him back. Maybe he won't even find Wi-Fi and I'll get a free week again.
0: Yeah, and uh, Elliot has not put in his results yet, so you'll get me and Pauly's predictions. Uh, So Elliot can take a look at them, and then he can decide what to do. Yeah. So first up, we got Burnley against Stoke. Mm. I mean, Burnley, they are good at home. I know that they lost against Tottenham, but that's Tottenham, who are actually playing pretty good. So, don't get a win over Stoke, though. 2-1 to one, to Burnley. Yeah, I got one now. Ooh, that clean sheet. To, to Burnley.
1: Yeah, these midweek games are always in, are always weird, so yeah. it's hard to get a feel for them.
0: Yeah, they're going to get Leicester against Sunderland. Leicester, four wins in a row now after uh, beating Stoke 2-0. Sunderland, dead last four losses, one draw in the last five. Leicester, 2-0. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that coaching change has just lifted their
1: spirits. Yeah, I hate to go with you, but I'll, I'm going with you.
0: Then we got Watford taking on West Brom. Um, you know, yeah, West Brom, they shut down shop against United, but can they actually create something forward playing Watford? Uh... Watford only got a 1-0 win against Sunderland. <sighs> ah, let's go to 1-1 draw. West Brom roll.
1: Uh, you're a 1-1. Nah, 2-0. Two, to... To West Brom.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Watford sucks. Yeah, but I mean Rondon. When was the last time Rondon scored? He hasn't scored for ages.
1: Alright, well, sometimes playing Watford is a good cure for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Then Manchester United, Everton.
0: Return of on I gotta go with my boy. One nothing United. Slatan
1: scores the goal. Yeah, uh insanity is doing something over and over again and expecting the outcome to be different, so until you can win a home game I'm not going to predict you to win a home game 1-1 <laughs> Okay
0: and then we um, Move on to to. I, I want to keep saying Sunday But it's Wednesday Arsenal-West Ham I really want West Ham to get something out of this game Because uh, I feel like it would just Force Arsenal to m- Say something uh, But they're in such horrid form um, I'll take a gamble. 1-1. West Ham will be fired up to get revenge.
1: Uh, I'm going to go 3-2 to Arsenal. Mm, lot of These Arsenal-West Ham games, they always play some good high-scoring games. Mm. And I, I, I just saw the... Uh, and again, I'm, we're at the April Arsenal, and I just saw... Arsenal not be able to defend against City at all. So who's to say they learned how to defend?
0: Mm -hmm. Then we've got Hull against Middlesbrough. Oh, God. uh, Thank God
1: there's other games on this time.
0: Yeah. So (sighs) Hull sitting just above or just under um, the drop-off. They got 27 points or one point behind Swansea. This is a really important game for them. I'm gonna spare form. your
1: talking. I'm going nil-nil.
0: Nil-nil. <laughs> I, really? can't
1: even, I can't even see them. I'll, I'll, no,
0: I'll go one nothing hole. If they can get a one-nothing. Yeah. One nothing hole.
1: I'm not I'm not predicting anybody to keep a clean sheet in that game. I'm just predicting nobody to score.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we got Swansea taking on Tottenham at the Liberty. I mean, Spurs are very good position here. I mean, let's say Chelsea actually drop points against City. Things could at least get somewhat interested.
1: Uh, see, I got the... Uh, one of my friends asked, when can we... If When can we... When can we reopen that the, the title races back on category? And I said, you need to win. Chelsea need to lose against Manchester City. Yeah. And then even then, we still can't do it.
0: So... I mean, if, if Tottenham would... Do... Get within like a point, then yeah, I could then we can say it's backup, but yeah, it's seven points right now. Uh, I do think Spurs are going to beat Swansea though. Uh, Let's go with a 3 1 win. I'll go 2 1 to Tottenham. Then we got Southampton at home against Crystal Palace. Palace, like we said, sneaky good. Southampton coming off a scoreless draw at home against Bournemouth. Uh, uh, let's go, let's go five in a row for Palace. Um, one nothing, yeah,
1: one nothing. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go two one to to Southampton because they're at home. They'll get that. They'll get that
0: that good that good juju back. I don't know. Their ga- they that game against Bournemouth was painful.
1: Yeah, well, it was Bournemouth.
0: Yeah, it it was really painful. Then Chelsea Manchester City. Big matchup here. Chelsea Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they're going to bounce going to bounce back in a good good thing here. Let's go with 2-1. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. Oh, boom.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm just I'm too easy to think right now, so we'll just go two to one.
0: <laughs> and then last game, Liverpool at home to Bournemouth. Liverpool three, Bournemouth nothing. <laughs>
1: uh, wait, you said three nil? Yep. Um, I'll go two two nil. No, you know what? Four 0 because Bournemouth have a history of like getting blown the doors out of them at Anfield. In that it happened once last year. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh final
0: thoughts real quick before we sign off. Uh David Moyes. He um sort of threatened to slap a f- reporter. Um which is sort of a weird thing to do," uh, he said. "You might get slapped, even though you're a woman." When he was in, oh god after he was interviewed by uh, BBC reporter Vicky Sparks after their latest game. Or no, that was yeah, latest game. Sorry, they in the articles are like last month, but I'm like yeah, we're in April now. Um. So yeah. That's that's not a good comment to do. Just just don't say anything like that. No. No, you should not. Paulie, your laptop.
1: Learn how to win a home game.
0: Oh, you're speaking to Mourinho and his side. Okay.
1: Learn how to win a home game. Mm -hmm.
0: With that, we'll sign off. Uh, As always, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm Seb Norin. Paulie's P. Cristal. WFAN. And Elliot, is Keith was better, um, I feel like Elliot should do a better job here to post some photos and stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll get on him we'll about that so we can see how he does on his travels. Uh, also,
1: David Moyes deeply regrets making the slap remark. Yeah, of you course think? he does. Yeah, <laughs> you think? of course he does. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, the FA wants answer from Sunderland after David Moyes' comments to female reporter is the headline here today, so. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, we'll be back after the midweek games to talk about those games and then take a look ahead at the weekend as we got more games coming up. So uh, Fast and Furious here. Until next time, have a good one. Bye.